Welcome back to this week's Read This Next with Laura and Nicole from the Thunder Bay Public Library. Today's a special episode for us because we get to film in the same room. Yeah. Hey. over there so if i'm looking <laughs> over here it's because i'm looking at laura instead of her on the screen which is and if you hear echo please forgive us yes please forgive us we're if we're having issues it's our first time with this mm-hmm. but our theme today <laughs> is uh we wanted to do fantasy because we try and you know intersperse them all but um we wanted to do something more specific so we picked game of thrones or lord of the rings we liked which are very different books but they all have like very big world building so that is our topic for the day fundamental part of that that Mm -hmm. world building and also kind of medieval european wrappings now i did um so i said to nicole before we started not only have I never read Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings, I have not been watching the Game of Thrones <laughs> or Lord of the Rings TV shows from which this episode is inspired. Um, so this, this is a me one. This is the Nicole one. <laughs> yeah. But I did, I did, um, you know, work through, cre- I did add some of these titles to the list. Mm-hmm. And we did specifically, I tried to make sure that I picked some that were looking at um, like other kinds of fantasy so not just european inspired so we have some really interesting diverse fantasy picks on this list can't wait i will say for my credentials i have watched the new (laughs) game of thrones show (laughs) and i (coughs) started the lord Lord of the rings show only got one episode in though because we both went uh my partner alex and i we both went we just finished game of thrones this is a lot of fantasy we need a break so now he's watching his own thing and i'm watching anime so yeah, Way of the House Husband. It's pretty good. I like it. It's got very good reviews. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Um, I will start because okay. I am purple. So the first one that we have is The Grace of Kings by Ken Mui. And here's the description. Two men rebel together against tyranny and then become rivals. In this first sweeping book of an epic fantasy series from Ken Mui, recipient of Hugo, Nebula, and World Fantasy Awards. Wily, charming Kunigaru, a bandit and stern, fearless uh, Mata Zindu, the son of a deposed duke, seem like polar opposites. Yet in the uprising against the emperor, the two quickly become the best of friends after a series of adventures fighting against vast conscripted armies, silk draped airships and space. Nope. Shapeshifting gods. (laughs) Once the emperor has been overthrown, however, they find themselves the leader of separate factions. Two sides with very different ideas about how the world should be run and the meaning of justice. Fans of intrigue, intimate plots, and action will find new series, uh, a new series to embrace in this dandelion fan, dandelion dynasty. I almost said fin. Dynasty. Dynasty? Is it not dynasty? I'm pretty sure it's dynasty. <sighs> dynasty. <laughs> That's the name of the series. Yes. Dandelion dynasty. It's uh, four books. And they, I think the last one came out this summer, mm. I believe. So you could just jump in. Finish it all. Finish it all. Go through this whole thing. Yeah. I know that's a big, co- I haven't read the Game of Thrones books, but I know that that's a big complaint with them. It's like, it's not done yet. Right. Yes. And, but it will be, right? Oh, they He's have like promised. one. Well, he has the book that's supposed to come out soon, but then he said there's like one more in the series. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry to bring that up for the Game of Thrones fans out there. Yeah, we know that hurts you. Yeah, pain. Okay, so this next one 
is called the obsidian tower and i have to say big fan of this cover mm -hmm. it is very cool um and it is book one in the rooks and ruin series by melissa caruso the mage marked granddaughter of a ruler of vaskandar ricks ryx ricks was destined for power and prestige at the top of vaskendran society <laughs> But her magic is broken. All she can do is uncontrollably drain the life from everything she touches. That's a real downer. Mm -hmm. And Viscander has no place for a mage with unusable powers. Then one night, two terrible accidents befall her. Rix accidentally kills a visiting dignitary in self-defense, activating a mysterious magical artifact sealed in an ancient tower in the heart of her family's castle. Rix flees, seeking a solution to her deadly magic. She falls in with a group of unlikely magical experts investigating the disturbance in Vaskandar. <laughs> Every time I say it, I say it a little different. Yep. And Rix realizes that her family is in danger and her domain is at stake. She and her new colleagues must return to the family stronghold to take control of the artifact that everyone wants to claim before it destroys the world. Ooh. The best kind of fantasy is the one where you're not quite sure how to say the name. <laughs> Um, it's funny because that description of like that she uncontrollably drains the life of everything she touches immediately of course I go to like rogue from the x-men mm -hmm. poor people yeah that is a crummy power yeah interesting <laughs> that they're both women who have that power too yes out of all the powers you could have yeah yeah not a great one no not a great I would one. definitely want a different superpower yes yeah Okay, so that's book one in that series. Okay, our next one, I'll, I feel like this isn't a YA, but it kind of looks like it might be. That author writes YA and juvenile series as well. They okay. do. They, okay. Um, this is Queen of the Conquered, which is the first of the Islands of Blood and Storm uh, by Kaysen Callender. Sigourney Rose is the only surviving daughter of a noble lineage on the islands of Hans Lolik. When she was a child, her family was murdered by the island's colonizers who have massacred and enslaved generations of her people. And now Sigourney is ready to exact her revenge. I almost said extract. Um, when the childless king of the islands declares that he will choose his successor from amongst eligible noble families, Sigourney uses her ability to read and control minds to manipulate her way into the royal island. Ooh, <laughs> smart. Yes. <laughs> uh, where was I? Do, 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 do. Oh, onto the royal island and into the ranks of the ruling colonizers. But when she arrives, prepared to fight for control of all the islands, Sigourney finds herself the target of dangerous unknown magic. Someone is killing off the ruling families to clear a path to the throne. As the bodies pile up and all eyes regard her with suspicion, Sigourney must find allies among her prey and the murdered the murderer among her peers, lest she become the next victim, says her fans of the E. Schwab, Kirsten White, and Marlon James. But this is, I like, these are all so far fitting into the, like, um, royalty yeah. and a little touch of magic and supernatural yes. stuff. Intrigue, betrayal. Yeah, kings, queens, murder. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which, um, and again, you know, if, well, I suppose at this point, every magical skill set's kind of been done. But I was like, okay, so she has Jedi, Jedi mind tricks. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what she's got. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to relate them to other things. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, next one. 
Ooh, this one I want to say maybe is YA. It looks like it could be. It does. Yeah. This one is called Son of the Storm, book one in the Nameless Republic series by Sui Davies Akanangpa. Oh, that was not even close. It maybe? Okangboa. Yeah. Okay. In the, this one is a fantasy that is set in a world inspired by the pre-colonial empires of West Africa. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, different. Real world building. Different direction. Yeah. I say as I fluff my hair in front of my face. Mm. <laughs> in the ancient city of Bassa, Danso is a clever scholar on the cusp of achieving greatness, only he doesn't want it. Instead, he prefers to chase forbidden stories about what lies outside the city walls. The Basai elite claim there's nothing of interest. Of course. <laughs> this city's immigrants are sworn to secrecy. So there's something to learn. But when Danso stumbles across a warrior wielding magic that shouldn't exist, he's put on a collision course with Bass's darkest secrets. Drawn into the city's hidden history, he sets out on a journey beyond its borders, and the chaos left in the wake of his discovery threatens to destroy the empire. So that sounds like a real, you open the door and a whole bunch of stuff came out. Skeletons galore. Yes, (laughs) lots going on. Another like beautiful cover. Like, oh my goodness, Mm -hmm. it's gorgeous. A lot of the covers on this one are really good. And this one's also very much like anti-establishment, which is like uh, breaking down the uh, power of the colonizers in their nation. eh? Yeah. Just like the previous one. Yes, it looks good. Okay, no. next one definitely is YA, and I yes. believe you've read another book by this author. Uh, yeah, I read Cemetery Boys by them. Yeah, super good. So <laughs> this one, A, the cover looks incredible as well. Love the shades of blue and green. Uh, this is the Sunbearer Trials by Aiden Thomas, which is apparently going to be a duology. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says, welcome to the Sunbearer Trials, where teen semi-doses? Okay, semi-diocese, maybe? There's an I in there, semi-diocese. Compete in a series of challenges with the highest, highest of, highest of stakes in this electric New Mexican expired, <laughs> inspired fantasy from Aiden Thomas. Yikes, okay. Quote, <laughs> only the most powerful and honorable semi-diocese get chosen. I'm just a jade, jade with a capital J. I am not a real hero, end quote. As each new decade begins, the sun's power must be replenished so that Sol can keep traveling along the sky and keep the evil obsidian gods at bay. Ten semi-dioceses between the age of 13 and 18 are selected by Sol himself. Is that that right, Sol? Sol? Sure. Sol? Okay. Hmm. I'm thinking like Sol. Like Soleil. Like French. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, close, right? Because this is... Spanish. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're selected by Sol himself as the most worthy to compete in the Sunbearer Trials. The winner carries light and life to all the temples of Rino de Sol, but the loser has the greatest honor of all. They will be sacrificed to Sol. Mm, not good. The greatest honor of all. That's what we call it. <laughs> yeah, it will make them really be happy that they're there at least. Yeah. Uh, so their body will be used to fuel the sunstones that will protect the people of Rainio de Sol for the next 10 years. Tio, a 17-year-old jade semi... This one has an accent in it. Semi... Dios? 
spelled it differently. Hmm. Uh, and the trans son of Quetzal, goddess of birds, has never worried about the trials, or rather, he's only worried for others. Oh, sorry, I thought I heard a... No, I no. Like, what? <laughs> no, I was... You know what, you know what my brain went through? Went through the fact that Quetzal, and then I thought of the... Well, I don't think it's a dinosaur. I think it's a contemporary of dinosaurs. <laughs> Quetzal, Quetzalcoatlus which I'm always proud of myself for being able to pronounce because I read I am very it. impressed. I read a lot of dinosaur <laughs> books. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for that digression. Dinosaurs? Oh carry my on. God. Carry on. <laughs> He's only worried for others. His best friend, <laughs> Naya, daughter of Terraria, the god of Earth, <coughs> excuse me, is one of the strongest heroes of their generation and is much too likely to be chosen this year. He also can't help but worry, reluctantly and under protest, for Aurelio, a powerful gold semidios. I said it differently that time, too. Anyways. And Teo's friend-turned-rival, who is a shoo-in for the trials. Teo wouldn't mind taking Aurelio down a notch or two, but in a 1 in 10 chance of death, it's a bit too close for Teo's taste. Then... For the first time in over a century, Saul chooses a semi-dios who isn't a gold. In fact, he chooses two. Z- uh, I think it's Zio, the t- a 13-year-old child of Mala Suerte, god of bad luck. and bad luck. What? That is bad luck. That is bad luck. And Teo. Now they must compete in five mysterious trials against opponents who are more, or both more powerful and better trained for fame, glory, and their own survival. That sounds good. Yeah, you know what? I kind of pulled in by that one. Yeah, Hunger Games for the Gods. Yes. Wow. Yeah. 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 It sounds like um like a de- uh, demigods, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds really good. And th- you know what? Cemetery Boys was incredible, so I have no doubt that this one's gonna be well written too. Yeah. Yes. And diverse. And diverse. Mexican inspired fantasy. Let's oh, I was mix meaning, like, it up. Sexuality wise, but oh, that gender. Too. But yeah, all around. <laughs> yes. All it's intersectional. Yes. Yes. I have in fact been to the Temple of the Sun and the Moon in Mexico. Oh, there you go. Which probably are playing a role in this story. <laughs> oh, so you think like, I've been there. <laughs> yes, long enough ago that you were used to be allowed to climb them. Um so I have climbed them nowadays. It is not legal anymore because mm-hmm. tourists like me or people, well, I wasn't doing it. <laughs> but people would like chip rocks off and like, oh yeah, on destroy it. it. So you're not allowed anymore. Shame. Yeah. We're always ruining something. Mm-hmm. Next one <laughs> on that dark moment. Dark, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm all about the tangents today, apparently. Okay. The next one, I want to say this may also be white, but I think so. I'm not not sure though, but this one is um, Indian inspired background, and it's inspired by the ancient Indian classic. <sighs> Just feel bad for this one, but the Mahabharata. Hey, actually, maybe that was not so bad. That felt right. That felt not that bad. Okay, the book is called Upon a Burning Throne. It's the book one in the Burnt Empire Saga by Ashok K. Banker. In a world where demigods and demons walk among mortals, the emperor of the vast burnt empire has died, leaving a turbulent realm without an empire. Without an emperor. No. <clears throat> Not without an not empire. Not as bad. Not as bad. 
Two young princes, Audrey and Shvate, are in line to rule, but birthright does not guarantee inheritance. For any successor must sit upon the legendary burning throne and pass the test of fire. If I was, I, you know, like a preteen child, I would think it was pretty funny that they have to sit, literally sit upon a burning throne. That's very Game of Thrones. <laughs> Imbued with dark sorceries, the throne is a crucible, one that incinerates the unworthy. Ouch. Hmm. Adrian Shvate passed the test and are declared heirs to the empire, but there is another with a claim to power, another who also survives, a girl from an outlying kingdom. How dare she? When this girl, whose father is the powerful demon lord Jarson, is denied her claim by the interim leaders, Jarson declares war, vowing to tear the burnt empire apart, leaving the young princes Adri and Shvate to rule a shattered realm, embroiled in rebellion and chaos. Oh. Welcome to the Burnt Empire Saga. I love that. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. That is, uh, that that screams Game of Thrones to me. The the whole, there's a throne, you gotta be able to withstand the heat to sit on it. <laughs> it's interesting that two of them get to be, like, well, three. Well, three passed the thing, but that, like, even before this third one came in and was denied her claim, there was already, like, two. Were they gonna, like, co- leave the realm yeah and maybe that's just like the law well i guess they don't specify they i was gonna specify. say maybe it's the line of succession but if there's still two they're yeah. not specifying right that's interesting uh, why not a third why not <laughs> all right this all right. next one yeah the next one is the eye of the world uh by robert jordan which is a older one and i believe it's in translation i could be wrong mm. i think it is not okay um, it's the Wheel of Time series. This is like the big one. Yeah. That you you hear as a read alike for for these uh, for Game of Thrones, definitely. Yeah, we try and always throw in like lots that aren't things that you can Google yourself. Yes. Um, but there's some that you are they are unavoidable. So this is one of them. Uh, this is uh, says the Wheel of Time turns and ages come and back. Uh -huh. <laughs> ages come and pass leaving memories that become legend legend fades to myth and even myth is long forgotten when the age that gave it birth returns again what was what will be and what is may yet fall under the shadow Moriane Moriane maybe uh, arrives in Emmons field on a quest to find the one prophesied to stand against the dark one a malicious entity sowing the seeds of chaos and destruction. When a vicious band of half-men, half-beasts invade the village seeking their master's enemy, Morianne, I know I'm saying that one wrong. Someone's going to correct us. Yeah, please do. Persuades Randall Thor and his friends to leave their home and enter a larger, unimaginable world filled with dangers waiting in the shadows and in the light. So just everywhere. <laughs> The shade is yeah, fine, yes. Though. I was like, there's the shade is fine, though. Um, <laughs> this I think that's the end of the description. I feel like hmm. then it goes into yeah, it says that it's not a grimdark fantasy series, but uh, so it's much more along the lines of Lord of the Rings than it is uh, J.R.R. Martin, gotcha. but it's, it's a classic, so hmm. I felt like there was more to it, yeah, because then it says down at the bottom. When the two rivers faces a trollic attack, a savage tribe of half men, half beast, a group flees into a world they barely manage. 
barely imagine. No, no, it's all right. We're back into the shadows and the light. Yeah. Weird. Anyways, <laughs> sounds good. Takes you to another world. Love it. Mm-hmm. And this next one, I actually really like the cover. Yeah, it's a bit much for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> it's a little bit much for me, but I, you know, I get it. It's very fantasy. It's very fantasy. Puts you in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, so this is our last one. Um, and then we have, I have a couple of quick ones that that are just like books that we've mentioned in the past that fit mm-hmm. onto this list. And we've also done an epic fantasy list before. Yeah. So be sure to check out the show notes mm-hmm. for all those details. So this last one is called Throne of the Crescent Moon, book one in the Crescent Moon Kingdoms series by Saladin Ahmed. Okay. The Crescent Moon Kingdoms, home to, oh yeah, to Jin and ghouls, both spelled slightly differently. I think it's Jin. You're probably correct but ghouls and ghouls is ghouls yeah ghouls is ghouls holy warriors and heretics are at the <laughs> boiling point of a power struggle between the iron-fisted caliph and the mysterious master thief known as the falcon prince Ooh. in the midst of this brewing rebellion a series of brutal supernatural murders strikes at the heart of the kingdoms and it's up to a handful of heroes to learn the truth behind these killings Oh, so here's our handful of heroes. We've got <laughs> Dr. Adula, Max Lude, the last real ghoul hunter in the great city. Just wants a quiet cup of tea. <laughs> We've all been there. Mm-hmm. Three score and more years old. He has grown weary of hunting monsters and saving lives and is more than ready to retire from his dangerous and demanding vocation. But when an old flamed family is murdered, Adula is drawn back to the hunter's path. I mean, potentially a very old flame if he's three score and many years old <laughs> what is three score i believe a score i want to say it's 20 you might have to google it for me I'll google so it three while you talk. Score would be that he'd be 16 i might maybe i'm right maybe i'm wrong uh next one Rasid bass Rasid, the next one on the handful of heroes list Adula's young assistant is a hide-bound holy warrior whose prowess is matched only by his piety. But even as Rasid's sword is tested by ghouls and man-jackals, his soul is tested when he and Adula cross paths with the tribeswoman Zamia. Zamia Badwai, protector of the band, has been gifted with the near-mythical power of the lion shape, but shunned by her people for daring to take up a man's title. You know what? Get it. Good for you, Zamia. (laughs) She lives only to avenge her father's death until she learns that Adula and his allies also hunt her father's killer and until she meets Rasid. When they learn that the murders and the Falcon Prince's brewing revolution are connected, the companions must race against time and struggle against their own misgivings to save the life of a vicious, oh boy, despot. In so doing, they discover a plot for the throne of the crescent moon that threatens to turn, oh boy, damn that swat, and the world itself into a blood-soaked ruin. I kind of like that. I like yeah. that vibe that there's like the yeah. older, you know, experienced, world-weary one. Yeah. And then you've got like this good trio. Yeah, it sounds like a good trio. Yeah, it almost, I wanted to say when they said he just wants a cup of tea, like it felt like it would be a little more silly like lighthearted, i guess is the right word yeah that like these uh, a lot of those other ones were a lot more serious like we've got to save the empire whereas it's... this one's just like oh i mean we got to save the empire but i also want some tea yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah and i looked it up a score is 20 years ago it 
not 20 years ago it's 20 years it's tw- it's, it's 20 years i was thinking four score and seven years ago and i was like score ago <laughs> Um, I'll just read these previously wrecked ones real sure. quick. Uh, we have The Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse, which was, uh, I started reading and then I had to put down because they like sewed his eyes. And I was mm. like, oh, thank you. Um, Black Leopard, Red Wolf by Marlon James, All the Stars and Teeth by Adeline Grace, and The Empress of Salt and Fortune by Mi Vo. Um those ones are all going to be in the show notes and as well as i think you said you'll link to our epic yeah. fantasy one we have an old a whole other episode of yeah. epic fantasy wrecks yeah so these ones are we're digging deep for these <laughs> except the one that one was like a classic <laughs> um but yeah so i guess i will wrap it up yes all right thank you again for watching us uh we'll see you again in two weeks make sure you check out those show notes they're www.tbpl.ca no tbpl off the shelf yes tbpl.ca is our website um make sure to like comment subscribe do all that fun stuff let us know what you're reading and uh yeah we're at tbpl across the board we'll see you in two weeks bye